Happy Wednesday, everyone. Here we are with the new bachelor season. And as I said last week, I understand that some of you are cheering as you listen right now, but others are annoyed by all the bachelor talk. I promise you bonus episodes are coming your way. Never fear. But before we jump into Colton's season, I wanted to talk to you about another cult. One of our very own longtime I Hate Green Beans readers, Emma St. Clair, wrote a romance novel based on a reality show just like The Bachelor, and it's killing it on Amazon. Very proud of her. I read it in a day. I loved it. Do you know why? Because I laughed. Emma's witty, and you don't get that much wittiness in romances. It's called The Billionaire Love Match. I'll link to it in the show notes. And it couldn't be more delightful. You're not going to find any fantasy suites, but you will find all the characters endearing, especially the sassy female lead who wears boots. Y'all check it out, The Billionaire Love Match by Emma St. Clair. Okay, in this episode, some guy in Austin and I discuss the three dates Colton takes his lovely ladies on. There's the one where they all wear Lululemons while doing stand-up comedy. There's the one where they all wear tiny, tiny shorts, careful not to pick their wedgies on national television. And then there's the one where Miss Alabama loses her ability to speak. I did not see that coming. And I didn't see the picking of the wedgies coming either. Huh. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 88 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm here with some guy in Austin to discuss episode two of the Colton season. How are you doing? I'm good. I I sound a little weird because I'll let you explain why I don't have my usual uh, fancy microphone hooked up. Right. Because you are away from your fancy microphone. I am. I'm I'm, I'm out of town. Um, I'm at work and I've got a lot of obligations. However, I've chosen for the sake of the fans, <laughs> the sake of my loyalty to Lindsay Ray right. to participate in a podcast this evening. So I'm, I'm glad to be here. Well, I was wondering, you know, it was touch and go. It was touch and go there all day long. And I thought this could be the first time because, you know, we started this bad boy with Rachel's season and we saw Rachel through this and we, we saw did. Ari through this, and we saw Becca through this, and Paradise. We wanted to forget, and here we are. I just, I'm really curious as to why Harrison has gone monochrome, but we'll talk about that. Oh no, let's go ahead and talk about that. What do you mean, all blue? Well, so, so no, no, no. Well, no, he looked, he looked fabulous in his suit last yes, night. Yes, he did. I was but, about to say, step down, my friend. But when he shows up with somebody I've never heard of. Um, mm-hmm. Who has inappropriate uh, jokes. Right. Uh, what's the guy's name? Billy something or other? Billy Eichert, yes. Never heard of him. But uh, Harrison had on, if I'm not mistaken, a tan shirt <laughs> with tan stripes, mm, mm-hmm. tan pants, mm. brown shoes. Yeah. And I thought, you know, it's just, it's just not a good look for Harrison. I thought maybe they should have dressed him up a little bit. Well, I don't remember that, so I'm either choosing to forget, or he just blended right into the background, and I didn't even notice him. Now, if I'm remembering another man's outfit, it, I think, has to be significant enough to make an impression, so. (laughs) I do remember what he had on 
whenever he dropped the date card and it was uh, all blue and he looked great. That's right. And and he, he he's looking a little older this season, I think, but that's Seasoned, right. By mm-hmm. um, surrounded by 14-year-olds. Exactly right. And if you notice the ones over 27 kind of leaned in when Harrison spoke yeah. because it, the pheromones called to them. You mean as as Demi calls them or Demi calls them the quote older women? The cougars, that's right. How did that make you feel when um when <laughs> When Tracy, who by the way has a severe case of resty face, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is that what they call it? Mm-hmm. The popular vernacular for that sort that of look. That is, you are so hip and now. God bless her. I don't think she's a terrible person. But uh, when when Demi said um, she was uh, an, an older woman, mm-hmm. I had a pause for a second and and wait between when Demi was running around flaunting her ninety five pound frame, right. And between that time and when they finally got to the the crying Tracy, mm-hmm. as a Tracy is thirty one, I felt a little sad inside. Well, of course you did because she's let the twenty three year old upset her so much she had to take to her bed. That's not what upset me. Oh, what did? The fact that I'm much older than thirty one, <laughs> Tracy's considered old. <laughs> you could be her grandpa. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> well, hold on. Let's do the math for just a minute. Uh, no, let's don't do the math. I don't want to reveal my age because there's there's a certain mystery to me. Right. Speaking of, speaking of mysteries, mm-hmm. um, do you think Colton will lose his virginity? Because um, mm-hmm. frankly, I'm tired of hearing about it. Are you now? Uh, join the club, first of all. Second of all, you know, I personally think they're talking about it so much and making such a big deal about it that it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think it does happen. You do? I don't know. I, I think if it does, well, look, it's going to be up to them because they'll frame it any way they want, whether it happened or not. But I, I, I think regardless of what happens, there's going to be a characterization of the evening that implies that mm-hmm. at least he's now, you know, joined the club or however you want to. Sure. Now, let me ask you this. When Billy Eichert, the comedian who you have no clue who he is. He's a comedian. He is. Yes. He is the one that said, well, maybe you're gay. And the look on Colton's face was not exactly indignant, if you'll agree with me. Right. So then I'm wondering, well, did ABC toss that out there to just put a stop to all this nonsense? Or... Are they planting seeds? Because the comment was left in. They could have edited it out, but they didn't. I, you and I have opined we have. Uh, in previous episodes that uh, maybe Colton might, might play for the other team. Yeah, I have decided he does not. And I have decided that he will not lose his virginity on The Bachelor because his mama said, I'll disown you if you do. But I do believe Heather, never been kissed, will be kissed by Colton, and she will be very proud of the fact that he is her first kiss. Would you agree with that statement? Yes, and I thought, I think you and I talked very briefly today, and my theory is, um, by the way, I wish he would have just, like, when he gave her the date rose, he would have just grabbed her face and just ruined the whole thing. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) No, no, that's just, that's the awful person inside of me that's, often strives to get out, but I really wish he would have just ruined it. Um, 
But um, I think that there is going to be some sort of passionate moment. Mm-hmm. I think that she is going to have this huge smile from ear to ear. Yep. And she's going to say something like, it couldn't have been more perfect. Mm-hmm. I hope that I can help him lose something. You know, some something, some cliche like that. But I think it'll happen. Yeah, and there, and I think ABC will do a good job of making it a big romantic deal in her eyes. No, I, I agree, and I think she's going to be heartbroken when he kicks her to the curb eventually. <laughs> Do you think he'll kick her to the curb yes. the week he kisses her? Ooh, no, because he was decent enough not to to, um, to kick the leaking submarine that is Miss Former Alabama, or whatever she is, uh, to the curb on her birthday. So I think Colton will have a sense of decency, but okay. I, you know, I, 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 I think maybe she survives a couple weeks after the kiss. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Let's back to where she's from. She just makes out with like, you know, everybody. (laughs) We have opened up a very large can of worms and we can't put it back in. She is a maniac. Okay. Let's start with the first date. It's a group date. Harrison drops the card and we've got a handful of girls who are going to a theater to talk about their first how did you feel about that? Are you, are you just over it? I Let me tell you what I'm already over. Whatever selfie video they had Colton doing of himself in the in the bed. Did you catch that? Where he kind of introduced it through fake sleepy eyes? Um, so I thought that was very millennially, uh-huh. whatever. I thought maybe that, that, that 20-somethings can relate to making some kind of Snapchat thing or whatever that was. Okay. Um, but I didn't buy that he was sleepy. No. I think take number six. No, you know, not at all. It's like eleven thirty and it's like, come on, Colton, get the get the sleepy <laughs> take right. The, the crew wants to have lunch. <laughs> well, all the girls put on Lululemons and they, mid midriff tops, by the way, because that's a thing now. Well, but but the you know, and then there was was that before or after the uh, the shower cam? After. Okay. So, so there was a shower cam. Well, there were two. Well, there, the, 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 I only specific. remember which shower cam were you talking about? <laughs> we had like a, a triangle window or something. And then hmm. he was like soapy. And I just was like, I'm getting something to drink. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. he, he was excited about the group date. Yes. Via Snapchat or whatever it was. Right. And then he gets in the shower, which I guess is the next logical step to, you know, after you're sleepy, you got to wake up and shower. You shower, of course. And, and then you put on your clothes and you meet the girl, your normal clothes, your jeans and t-shirt. And then you meet the girls in their Lululemons and midriff tops at the theater. That's just how it goes. That's right. And and I think appropriate theater attire. I mean, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not going to see, you know, we're not going to see the Nutcracker in no. December. We're, we're not going to see, you know, Miss Saigon on Broadway. No. Um, but you know, Lululemons might be appropriate. I mean, there might be some stretching involved. Um, you never know what you're in for well, because why is he in jeans and a normal shirt and all they're doing is writing in their journals. Be, writing is hard. Number one. And, um, I think, I think any words millenn- are hard. <laughs> words are hard sometimes words that are, you know, multisyllabic and longer than five letters. Um, 
But I thought so. So here, here's the other thing that's going to call me out for you know the loser that I am. I have no idea who the ball guy with the beard was. Okay. I didn't know who Megan Mullally was because I, I know she was on Will and Grace. Right. Didn't she have a talk show for a period of time? Maybe so, but she is married to the ball guy Nick Offerman. Uh-huh. Uh, what is he on? He was on Parks and Rec. That's what he's Never best seen. known for. Parks Never and Recreation. Seen. Ron Swanson. You would absolutely love him. Okay. His Never seen. Character is you in a nutshell. Fair enough. Now, mm-hmm. however, did did you find anything they said in that opening monologue? A not offensive, and Mm-mm. be funny. No, no. I mean, everybody was uncomfortable except for the two of them, which, you know, I'm no, glad they found I love. I think they're good actors because mm-hmm. I think just, I mean, there was not a laugh in the room. Mm-mm. And it just went on about this, the, the, the it was a blatant, you know, innuendo for, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was, I thought it just fell so flat. It was so unnecessary. Um, it probably seemed like a good idea, you know, eight months ago when they planned it. But right. Man, and oh man, so and that was the weird thing, too, because at one point there was a shot of him holding their book. They came out with a book in October. That, On what? A love book. That but was that, pretty that crass. Mulally? Yeah. Nick and Megan Mullally did. And it was incredibly crass. Do you think they know Nicholas Sparks? <laughs> No, they burn his books in a bonfire in their backyard. <laughs> this was pretty crass, and because they both are, that's what they're that's what they're known for. But I read it for the Associated Press, and they tweeted me thanking me for reviewing the book, which I thought was pretty cool. But like I said, it is it's crass. It's very very crass and very detailed and. And so one time he's holding the book. And so I thought, well, that makes sense. They're kind of doing book publicity. But man, this is this is a long way in book world. It's a long time away from October 1st or 3rd or whenever it came out. And then the second thing I thought, well, she is currently on Will and Grace. It made a comeback. And but that's on NBC. So I, I just didn't know where all the connection was from. Well, and then you, you and I talk regularly. I mean, the only network show I watch literally is this one. I don't mm-hmm. watch, I freaking work and I run and I listen to podcasts and I don't, you know, my, my whole entertainment is not network TV. And so I feel like, I feel like sort of a loser because I don't know mm-hmm. any references, but. Well, I mean, you're not alone because by the look of all the people in the audience, which was Colton and the however many girls, none of them knew who these two people were. And I think we need to remember, too, they are all 12 years old, but he's not much older than 12. No, and he's, so we're getting into the age, you and I, where we're starting to sound like our parents, where, we, where we're just going, these kids nowadays, whenever well, not, somebody I, in their age group thinks this is perfectly normal because there's a four-year age difference between them. Yeah. Well, I'm, a, I'm at the age now where I, I have a favorite chair, <laughs> and, and I, I, I am regularly... <laughs> considering yelling at everyone to stay off the lawn. You take your pants off when you walk in the door. <laughs> no. Get out of my chair. <laughs> I miss this. Some guy doesn't allow that. So I... Oh, good for her. Yeah. Okay, so Colton leads us off. And again, the whole theme is tell about your first time blank. Yeah. Now, you get to answer that question or interpret that question, I should say. 
yeah. or statement, however you like. So Colton, who is sick and tired of everybody talking about his virginity, mm-hmm. tells a story about the first time he told the truth about his virginity. I thought that was fine, um, albeit it's the 10th time I've heard it since. Exactly. Now, let's just cut to the chase. Who do you think did the best? Because I have a very strong opinion about this. Okay, I do too, and I think ours are going to be different. Do you want to go first? No, 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 you go no, first. No, you go first. No, you go no, first. No, you go first. All right, so I think that there's two people that struck me. But you can only pick one because I'm sure mine's oh. the other one. The redhead. Dang it, that was mine. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you why. What was? What's her oh, name? I totally know why. Her name's Elise. Well, and so maybe we differ on why, but I, you know, I, I predicted she would do well, and the only reason I did is because she's in the helicopter. Right, and I, I, right. You I spotted opined. her in the helicopter, and you yeah. thought, "Ain't just yeah. nobody getting the helicopter." That's right. Unless it's uh, unless it's a uh, Levy on a glacier. Levy on a glacier, then definitely yes. She actually, when she spoke, I thought she said a couple things that were funny, and I thought she actually had a stage presence. She had mm-hmm. a sense of humor, and he seemed to appreciate that. So I was very impressed with her. Yes. So she just to catch everybody up. She confesses to everyone, and there was a live studio audience there too. It's not just Colton and the ladies and Megan and Nick. She confesses to everyone that she's in her early 30s, and this Mm -hmm. will be her first time to date a younger guy. Mm -hmm. And then she says, by the way, I think I can teach you a thing or two, which Mm -hmm. again is kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And then subtle, but not overbearing. Exactly. And then the camera cuts to Demi, who says it was brave for yeah. Elise to announce yeah. her old let's lady see, age. Let's see. Before before we get into that, um, will you define bravery for me? <laughs> not that. To me, to me um, picking up an M sixteen, maybe flying halfway across the world, mm. and scouting for underground explosives. Mm-hmm. Pretty brave. Yes. Admitting your age on national TV, mm-hmm. not really brave. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Mm-hmm. So then the next one to come down is Nicole. And she said this is the first time she's going to get a taste of the whitest bread. Because yes. Havana has only dated Cubans or Colombians in yeah. the past. That's good to note. Well, I, I don't, and that was maybe a little racist, I thought, maybe. I don't know. I thought maybe that was a little unnecessary. No, she just didn't have any other anything else to say, and that's the only thing that didn't make her cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anyeka takes it way back and reminisces about the time last night when she blew a whistle in Colton's face to protect him from drowning in some. Well, and then then uh, Anyeka thankfully had an air horn this time mm-hmm. later in the show, which I thought was. Probably grounds for elimination. How did you feel about that? <laughs> well, it scared the bejesus out of Sydney and Colton for sure. I thought but... maybe Sydney was going to have some kind of cardiac event. I know. <laughs> Colton too. Colton hit yeah. the deck and let Sydney just fend for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Anyeka would use her obnoxious personality to like fight crime or cure cancer or something because I'm over her as well. Mm-hmm. And then DJ Kathy gets up, and knowing she was the one that Anyeka was talking about, basically puts the the speech that she had prepared for the first time she got plastic surgery and said, well, I'm not saying that anymore. And she said, 
at least I can swim and then did a literal mic stand drop, which I think is one step above a regular mic drop, if I'm not mistaken. But you know what? When you drop the mic, you got to drop the mic. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that was a little contrived. Mm-hmm. Frankly, a little undeserved. Mm-hmm. And she's also completely not the villain. Surely she's going to be kicked off next week because she's just a vapid presence there. Well, Nothing first, is happening. First of all, you shouldn't call me Shirley. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, I don't think that we've seen her come out of the water yet. I think they're going to let mm-hmm. Demi and mm-hmm. Tracy do their thing. No. I, I was look Demi is Demi, and I I, I predicted this. You know, it's she's, also Demi because she's from Red Oak. Dude, okay, so let me tell you a quick funny story, <laughs> and Mrs. Some guy's gonna be upset about this. So I know how to get Mrs. Some guy's goat, you know. And so Mrs. Some guy did not watch the first episode, and so we were sitting last night watching the episode, and she said, "Oh, she she she's uh, she's uh, obnoxious. Where's she from?" And I said, Dallas. And we're talking about Demi. What's the name? Demi? Demi. Okay, Demi. Like Demi Glaze? Like what Mm -hmm, you'd have. mm -hmm. It's not Demi like Demi Moore? No. Anyway, we were watching Demi run around and be obnoxious. And, uh... And she's a tiny pocket person, as you said. She's itty-bitty. She can blow over with a puff of wind. But she gets up there because her mama always told her to go after what she wants, even if it's illegal. So baby girl gets it. She she was embezzling Colton's time. That's exactly right. Allegedly embezzled (laughs) millions of dollars that put her in federal prison. (laughs) But by the way, I think you had a great point. Like we We were kind of touch base earlier. And uh, tell tell the folks what you told me about uh, getting because my theory is Demi or whatever her name is goes goes to the top top three or at least goes to hometowns and and your contention is what I do want her to get to hometowns because I want Colton to have to go visit mommy in federal prison <laughs> so they I, can like hand roses between the bars or something yeah and like X-ray <laughs> so there's not a file yeah. like hidden in the rose bouquet that Colton brings. <laughs> Do you think Jimmy will wear like a, an orange scarf to match her mom's? Maybe so. Camaraderie. Mama and daughter. Well, she did the bold move. She paints this picture of a crazy party and how she mm-hmm. saw something that caught her eye and she didn't yep. go after it. Well, now she is. And she marches down the stairs and gestures for Colton to stand up, and then she kisses him in front of the crowd and everybody. And then she returns to the mic and she says, and that's the story of how I got the first group date rose. You know what? Genius. I'll give her credit. I will too. I will too. I'm so proud of you. I know. There was a day in the past where you would not have given her credit. (laughs) I'm so happy that you've evolved. But let me tell you why I love this so much. This is why. Because when you first said who did the best job, and I I knew it was going to be between Demi and Elise the Redhead. And my thought is, 
He totally loved Elise better because at the after party where they were all there doing their thing, Demi comes up to him and says, wasn't that so fun? And didn't you have so much fun? And I'm just so crazy and wild and out there. And he said, yeah, that was very bold. Mm-hmm. The end. That was all he said about that kiss. And if you take a screen cap of when he actually kissed or she actually kissed him, his face doesn't look like he's liking this moment. Number two, when he talks to Elise, he uses the word sexy twice. That was sexy whenever you got up there and told me. And that was sexy when you said you could teach me a thing or two. And then they made out and he led with his tongue, which is gross. But we know that he leads with his tongue on the girls he likes the best. You're like freaking uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in that Sherlock Holmes thing. I am. I'm seeing you do this in slow motion. This is genius. Yes, I I am. I'm going to tend to agree with you. I think that uh, there was more of attraction but I think he's been, quote, unquote, told that mm. Demi's attractive to him and that he's got to keep her around. Of course he has. Well, let's face it. Look, I, I got to tell you, I mean, I've said this and I'd said this before. I mean, physically, she's just freaking hot. Like she's beautiful face. She's bubbly. She's fun. There's no way not to be physically like, OK, she's attractive. Mm hmm. But I think there's a certain thing inside of Colton that is, you know, obviously he's he's got self-control. Right. Um, where there's a wall that's like, you know what, she's a little too much for me, but mm-hmm. I'm going to But I agree that, that what's-her-face, Elise accidentally touched him, and you know, in, in a way that made him laugh. And right. he appreciates that. So, yes, I, I agree. I, I completely agree with your assessment. And I think that Elise right now is ahead of – Demi or whatever her name is. Demi. Demi. Yeah, like, Demi. gimme. Demi. All right, so we're in Demi. And okay, she, Demi, dude, get it right. Demi, all right, go ahead. <laughs> Demi goes back to the group and reports that Colton loved the kiss and that they are practically engaged. And then she takes the rose and she uses it like a, a conductor's baton, if you will. <laughs> Yep. And Tracy loses her ever-living mind. She, I, I looked at Mrs. Some Guy, and I said, wow, mm-hmm. it didn't take much to set her off. Nope. And Mrs. Some Guy goes, really? She's going to crack over that? Yes, and she did. Yeah. But, you know, and I don't know if it was the three glasses of Chardonnay talking, because if you haven't noticed, Demi, did I say it right? You did. Congratulations. She doesn't drink. She drinks water. She does. Yes, she does. Huge advantage. So does Miss Alabama. I noticed that too. Well, that's so you we know, can't blame her. You know why? Because that's because she's full of Xanax and Lexapro. Right. Um, but Demi, I think, um, is just sober, sober. Huge advantage because I mm-hmm. think after you know six hours of filming and you know a couple glasses of Chardonnay, Tracy's maybe not her best self. Exactly. And Demi knows now she can take her down with basically a look at this point. This is what I picture. You know, like, like, like in those, those old movies where there's like a submarine and you hear like it like creaking. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you see like a jet of water come through. Okay. That, that's, that, that's what I picture with, with Tracy. Like, like there's some creaking going on. Uh, and, and then all of a sudden, man, you know, Demi comes back to the room and that, that one spout of water, like she is bound to just implode sooner or later. And 
the mm-hmm. fact that it was so easy to get her to go upstairs and cry on the floor yeah. was a little disappointing to me. Yeah. But this is this is this is where it all started though with the the n- he loves me so much and that was so great and we're practically engaged and this rose is mine. So Tracy takes the high road as the old lady and says, well, since I have 10 years on you, I'm going to mentor you through this and you need to respect the rose and no one likes that you're prancing around. And she kind of gives her a little talking to and then smooths her hair down. (laughs) And, and, And Demi is just... Thanks. Uh huh. And what do you think she's going to do with that information? She did exactly what she did at the rose ceremony, which led Tracy to be in a puddle on the floor. That's right. Uh. And then, but you know what was genius? And this is why I love the show. The most manipulative thing she could have done was to go up there and compliment mm-hmm. her. And she did. You're yep. one of the most amazing people I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was just it was just genius as far as manipulation is concerned. Now I think Tracy maybe maybe didn't buy it, but man oh man, like you're looking at a pro there. Exactly. And you know who she reminds me of is uh, Corinne. No, she's Yes, she does. Oh Yes, she does. She's much more attractive and smarter than I'm Corinne. not talking about looks. I'm talking about just master manipulator of Knowing how to push the buttons and poke the bear. Listen, and we'll just sit back and watch everything. We will, we will see if she allegedly gets molested in a hot tub by the end of the season. Then okay. I will. Now, <laughs> let, listen. Let let let's get past this to um, the 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 disappointment that was Hannah B. I know. I, I was know. shocked. I was too because I'm disappointed. I was too. I was too. And now, I. Was- I was on, for the record, now Now you and I had stated we liked her, right? Yes, we liked both Hannahs. But I was a little on the fence with Hannah B because I thought her personality might be a little kind of goofy and aggressive for him. Mm-hmm. But little did we know. I know. Yeah, go ahead and articulate So it. she wouldn't be able to form any sentences or words in her mouth Ever. when he says... Hey, now you give a toast. Yeah. And shouldn't I mean, she, there was such a long pause. Right. And I was yelling at the TV, your pageant training, use your pageant training. I mean, at the very least, say world peace at the very least. And she could have said, look, I love your pseudo beard, your pseudo beard that I'm not really a mustache touching your beard that I don't really know what it is, but here's to it. She could have done that. No, anything, anything. You here's are to, so here's handsome. To your, uh, here's to your chest. Like yes. anything. Here's to us. Anything. But here, Here's a way, because we're laughing at it, but didn't you feel a little bit sorry for her? Well, the only reason why is that there was some incredible foreshadowing right before her date where she says... I like for things to be perfect, and when they're not perfect, I have a tendency to spiral. And I well, thought, well, there's foreshadowing right there. Miss, whatever Carolina she is. North. Yeah. Okay. North Carolina. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, but she's the one who says, "You know what? 
this girl has kind of flipped a switch because ABC did a really good job of digging up some photos, not one or two, but seven or eight photos where Miss North Carolina and this Hannah Bama are together in the pageant circuit. Mm -hmm. And how they they were friends and they were BFFs. And then one day when Hannah didn't make Miss America and Kaylin did, she flipped. Yeah, but but I thought, with all due respect to Miss um, North Carolina, North, yes, yeah, um, I thought she was extremely judicious about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, she had I mean, a pageant answer for that answer. Well, but she was obviously asked to talk about Hannah, mm-hmm. and I thought she did a very good job of talking about her without seeming catty, right? Which is difficult to do, um, but. What she said really manifested itself in spades on the date. Like even from the point where she gets off the horse and they get in the hot tub and she's just paralyzed. Yes. It does not get better. None of it gets better. To be fair, um, if you look at Colton's pseudo beard, um, that might be enough to put Mm. a normal person, you know, know, put put baby in a corner. (laughs) sort of paralyze somebody with respect to you. It, it's distracting um, within the sound of silence but I think they've all been prepared for the pseudo beard yeah it's um, bad oh my gosh it's so bad he just needs to shave it he does just shave it they give him six weeks to grow it or yes. maybe you know, maybe Nick Offerman it and just, yeah. you know, get some makeup going on or something. Um, do you find him attractive? Colton? Yeah, I do. At times I do. The beard like the, is... is the baby way or like a baby face way or like is he... A, does he look like a man to you? No, he does not. Okay, fair enough. He looks like a, a college kid to me that plays football. Right, he he, he looks like uh, he he's the kid that caught the winning touchdown mm-hmm. in the homecoming game, right? That's exactly right. That's exactly okay. right. All right, so so let's get back to so do you th- do you think that Hannah sufficiently rallied in her dinner? Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Like I I thought because Mrs. Mm-hmm. Some guys like she's done by, and I thought well that's a little harsh. You know, maybe she's going to yeah. make it dinner. But I thought they, they probably, whoever her producer is, pulled her aside and was like, look, mm. you got to tell them some stuff. Right. To save it. Yeah, I agree. And that is what did save it, I think. Because yeah. when she starts, when she... For, well, that's the only thing that saved absolutely it, Absolutely right? like, it was. I mean, right. for half she, a second... She was going home at that point. Exactly. For right. half a second, she drops that smile that I mean she smiles with her whole face to learn that she can't carry a conversation once she hits a stumble because on the way there she was doing great Mm. and sort Mm. of on the on the horse she was doing okay and then the toast the toast killed her and she could not recover because all she could think about was that mess up so Lindsay let me let me put you on the spot let's do a little role play you ready Mm -hmm. all right I'm the bachelor. Okay. Okay. I, I don't have a pseudo beard. I'm clean shaven. All right. Good to know. I'm picturing it. I pick you up in my my 
my Bronco. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And I say, hey, let's go horseback riding. Are you still okay? Yes. Would love okay. to. Yeah. And then and then, then for some reason, I decide that even though we're riding separate horses, I'm going to hold your hand. Hold your on the hand. Because mm-hmm. all way, cowboys do that, right? On the way to a wooden hot tub in the middle of the desert? Yes. Okay. And then you and I get in the hot tub. And I say to you, hey, Lindsay, I'm the bachelor. I don't have a beard. Can you make a toast? What do you do? I say (laughs) to Chris Harrison, the man who brought us here together today, let's toast our host. There you go. Boom. (laughs) See how easy that was? It was super, super easy. And I feel, I do feel bad for her. Like you said, for a hot, hot second, that facade fell down and yeah. she did say, I am trying, but this is something that I'm working on, which was a good thing to say. And then she follows that up with, so why are you a virgin? And I just went, oh, Hannah. Yeah. She's <sighs> a, she's 24. You know, it's her yeah, birthday. she just turned 24. <laughs> good for her. What were you doing at 24? Um, I was an account executive at a public relations firm in Dallas. I was still drunk in Austin. Are uh, you? Okay. All right. I'm rooting for her, and I just hope she does okay. I do too. Um, so I, so what, hap- what happens next? Well, I think she's going to crumble under the pressure myself. Uh, yeah. I don't think she's going to. I think I don't think she's going to make it. She'll crack. The second group date was a handful of bachelors at Camp Colton, but- and. They are supposed to go camping under the stars, yet they're in cabins with electricity. Not really camping. No, it's not. Details. But uh, Colton gets gets an axe and he chops some wood, which is great. Very masculine. But the biggest question that you and I had was, why are some of these girls wearing toddler activewear for these competitions? I thought that the... I thought everything went well at first. They leave while he has this really inappropriate talk with um, Colton about sleeping with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they come back in these really, really degrading. Degrading. I mean, they were these tiny, tiny short shorts and these half shirts. And some had on these like tutu things. Yeah. Why do you think they had on a tutu? Some had on tutus. I'm really sure. It was, it was terrible. And then there's a there's like these uh, a, a wheelbarrow race and a three-legged race and a tug of war and a sack mm-hmm. race. And mm-hmm. It was horrible. It really, really was. No winner or loser, but the red team wins. However that yeah. works. The red team wins. We're using air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They they won, yeah, and, and they get to stay trying to with the bachelor. Find their heart, everybody's trying to find their heart, and um, you know that kind of stuff. And and then the red team wins, and then there's some kind of cocktail party. That's all I remember. But it was a uh, camp camp bachelor jamboree or something. Is that what it was called? <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that sounds fun. Well, he did have fun with Katie. They snuggled under a blanket, and she was the one that said, um, I'm afraid that you're just not into me, and if you're not, I want you to let me go sooner rather than later, which is pretty early to have that conversation. No, and he that's, said, 
That's Alcul- not the it- case at all and makes out with her hard. There was also uh, Kaylin. He had some time with her and they talked like- about their children hospital things. Is that the one that looks like an Olsen twin? No, that's Caitlin. Oh, not Kate- to be confused with Kaylin. Kate Kaylin's Miss um, something Carolina. North. Right? Okay. I actually, I think Caitlin is going to go far. I think Caitlin will peter out a couple of weeks after Miss Alabama peters out. I don't think Caitlin will will go far. Wow. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. I don't. I think there are way too many other people who are higher than her. Who was the one that had a swollen brain? Kaylin, Miss oh. North Carolina. <laughs> that would worry me because that, that might <laughs> portend a certain pathology later in life. But they I mean, both I'm, like kids in children's hospitals, so. Yeah, but look, if you got a swollen brain, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, I don't know, man. Like, why take the risk? You know, if someone says, hey, my brain swelled inside my skull when I was really young, I mean, I think it. You know, it's a reasonable assumption that maybe you might be nuts. No, she's pretty. And also, he has swollen biceps. (laughs) (laughs) So, equal. Equal. All right. Um, All of a sudden, we're at the rose ceremony. Did you? Are are we there already? Yes. I mean, all of a sudden, he's kissed a few people and then we go to commercial and then everybody is at a cocktail party. It's very abrupt, very abrupt, but who do you think had the best dress. Um, the only dress that I really, really remember was Courtney's because it was silver and had this long sleeves that were doing something. And I mean, correction, one sleeve, the other one was missing. You know what I thought looked really pretty that got sent home was, uh, the Emily May. Annie, no, oh. Annie looked really pretty. Yeah. Um, and the nut, too. We got to talk about the nut. Oh, my gosh. So this is the deal. Whenever we did the rose ceremony and they're all standing up there, somebody said, who's that in the white? And I mm-hmm. said, they said, is that Annie? It was my friend Audrey. And I said, no, no, no. She's she's in the gold dress behind Demi. And they said, are you sure? Yes. And then it shows that girl. And I went, wait, no. That's not any. The white dress is any. Are you sure? No, I'm not. And then it shows Cassie, and I go, wait, I know that's Cassie. And I could not get the three. I couldn't get the three straight. Yeah, no, they all look alike. And so he sends home the nut and Annie because I'm yep. convinced he needs to just know that's Cassie when he yep. sees a short-haired blonde girl. What did you think about Anyeka doing the air horn, like you said, and then Sydney coming back out with pots and pans? Freaking obnoxious. I thought both of them so should have been sent home. And I told I told Mrs. Some guy, I was like, I would send both of them home based on just that. Oh my but gosh. I would have sent home what's your face with the air horn first. And then the other one would have gotten the benefit of the doubt because she was obviously put up to that. Right, right. Um, what did you think about Demi coming down in her bathrobe and taking him away from Tracy to say, Come to my fantasy closet? Not sure what was going on there um, because there was some kind of pseudo massage and then she had the evening dress on below the robe. Sure. Um, You know, I I, I mean, have you ever come down your robe, Lindsay, like to impress a guy and been like, I've got an evening dress on under my robe? I have not. Okay. Well, maybe you should try that. I don't know. Maybe it'll. I've had overalls underneath it. Does that count? (laughs) 
Do you still own overalls? No. You know, I, I, I own short alls like a normal person. Back in the day, when when you that picture you posted to me back in the day when I lost the bet, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I actually owned a pair of overalls that I would wear and without it, that a shirt. Was, no, I would have a t shirt on, but I would I was you know fairly you know in shape then, and so I felt like I looked good. But yeah. I think about it now, and I kind of kind of cringe. Mm-hmm. Were they acid washed? Um, no, but they were gas, and so they were kind of tight. Oh, you had yeah. this special triangle on your butt. That's great. Yes, and that, that was back in the day when that was, um, that was sort of stylish, but I'm not really sure I should have ever done that. Mm. Well, we all have those moments. Well, I was trying to break out from what I knew, you know. Sure, like, absolutely. Trying, trying to explore, explore who I was as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and that involved... Yes, overalls for some reason. So let me ask you this. Whenever she goes up with him the stairs, your girl Caitlin, um, Ashley Olsen lookalike, says, oh my gosh, does she have any parents? That was a fantastic, I, I thought that was a, what, I mean, that's kind of one of those priceless. <laughs> Mommy's in jail. Mommy's yeah. in jail. Back off. Federal listen, prison, girl. I, listen, let's see. I'm a lawyer. Jail mm-hmm. is different than prison. Oh, sorry. Federal prison is different than prison. So, <laughs> mommy uh, might be hanging out with Mark Stewart. Um, I'd be curious to find out what went on there, but I would bet that they have a really nice place in Red Oak that hasn't been repossessed, repossessed by the government. <laughs> so, were there any surprises for you besides Annie and and the nut not getting a rose? Anything else stick out? No, I think. Listen, man, I, I am, I'm still on the fence about Colton. Um, but I thought, like, so for instance, there was this really sincere moment where um, uh, Mrs. Uh, Miss Alabama told him it was her birthday, and he was like, "Is it really?" And I thought, "Wow, man, that that's kind of sincere." You know, like they mm-hmm. had a good moment there. So I, I thought that you know maybe he's really trying, and I thought. Um, there were a couple of other moments where he was really trying. So I, I think maybe what we're seeing is real, yeah. but I also think there's a lot of contrived stuff. So I think Demi is a plant and I think that Catherine is going to mm-hmm. ramp. So no, I think he's got some, some good picks. I thought Harrison, uh, Harrison's got to dial it up. And I, it apparently, you know, when the season goes, he's going to do some running. So hopefully he's doing some stretching, maybe some training <laughs> in his uh, monochromatic wear. Do you uh, think that he leaps that fence in a single bound like Colton does? No, no, no. I think, I think like uh, the, the Kool-Aid guy, Harrison. Just runs <laughs> he, he, didn't get, he, he didn't have any time for leaping. Harrison's going to run straight through the fence. yeah, yeah. Thank y'all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes. It helps people find us. And don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, and Emma St. Clair's book, The Billionaire Love Match. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Man.